This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great discussion today because we're going to be talking about a gentleman who is an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur of something that's a little bit different than what we are expecting. Um, but he's had such a journey getting there. And his product is very unique and very interesting. And so please join me in welcoming Eric Robichaud to our program today. Welcome, Eric. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me today. Great, great. Okay, I'm going to give a little disclaimer because of what we're talking about. Um, We're going to be talking about medicinal herbs, which primarily we're going to be talking about cannabis. Don't panic, everybody. Cannabis is legal. Um, that what we're talking about at least is, um, but we are only talking to people who are 18 and older. This is an adult product. Um, we're not talking about anything that is, you know, is for, for youngsters. And we're also not giving specific medical advice. So with that disclaimer said, I'm going to go ahead and read Eric's bio. So Eric Robichaud is a 30 year veteran of the tech industry and a bit of a serial entrepreneur, having built and sold three businesses to date. He's now working to build his newest venture, but this time took a radical departure into the greater cannabis industry, but with a twist, and that's what we're going to learn about. He's a father of two, and in his spare time enjoys photography, playing the guitar, and ice hockey. And I guess mm-hmm. maybe I should tell you that, you know, I'm a Colorado Avalanche fan, and woohoo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't hold it against you. I know, I know. We sent you Ray Bork. I'm from Boston, so I'm a Bruins fan. Yep. See, I knew that when you say ice hockey and you're in Boston, yeah, you're you're a fan. Um, So, Eric, you know, as I mentioned, um, you have had a, a very roundabout way to get to where you are today, and I always love hearing from my guests about how they discovered that for what they're doing right now, it's their passion in life. So, tell us a little bit more. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, when I look back at the whole journey, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid and I would go to the beach with the family. Now, I was born and raised in Rhode Island, so we'd go mm-hmm. to the beach fairly regularly. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe folks in Montana can't identify, but uh, but we would go to the beach fairly regularly. And one phenomenon that I noticed as a kid is I'd, I'd go down into the water, straight down into the water with my cousins. I had a big family, lots of cousins, and we'd all play would have a ball and we'd be jumping around on the waves and playing it. And we do that for about a half an hour. And then you look up 
And it's a completely foreign, different look. And you're like, wait a minute, what, what, what? And then when you look like, where's the family? Where's the blanket? Where's the, and then you look and it's all the way over there. Oh, and you no. didn't realize mm-hmm. that every time you jump up, the, the, the current carries you a little bit and then you jump and you get, and it's just carrying you and you're just heads down and you look up and you realize how far you've drifted. Mm-hmm. That's my career. My career th- that from where I started to where I am now, it's been all just incremental little steps. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but how it took me from a very technical, hardcore software engineer mm-hmm. to being in the green rush, the cannabis right. industry now. Right. And, and how, how did that happen? Um, so as I mentioned, I started off, out of, I went to uh, Rensselaer Polytech, RPI, uh, an engineering school. We were, we were the engineers mm-hmm. um, in uh, upstate Albany. Um, my first job out of school was at CVS Pharmacy at the headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, and my time there, I basically designed and implemented their whole centralized credit card processing ah. system that still runs today. Mm-hmm. I built a scalable system that is mm-hmm. infinitely scalable and it just runs. Um, and I have friends now, some 30 years later, who still work there and tell me, yeah, it just still keeps running. It's just mm-hmm. running. Um, doing tremendously more volume, but if mm-hmm. you just keep scaling it up. Um, so I had, um, at one point I left and I started my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually that's overly simplified. I started the business while I was at CVS with mm-hmm. full disclosure to CVS. Uh, it was a evenings, weekend side thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then when it got to a certain point where I needed to decide, is this a mm-hmm. hobby or am I going to go for it? Right. I decided to go for it. Nice. And, uh, and I left CVS. And mm-hmm. that was in, I started the business in 1990. Mm-hmm. I left CVS in 1993, summer, July of 93. Um, so about probably was that 29 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and what I did, my first business for, I ran that for about 18 years. Wow. Um, and we developed consumer software. So we okay. did games and screensavers. We did a lot of CD-ROMs, like children's yeah. interactive mm-hmm. movie books. And that's when in 93 timeframe, mm-hmm. I met Vincent Batetti. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that'll that come up again. Um, Vincent um, was out in California mm-hmm. and I was in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And his business and my, his company and my company, we, we formed a joint partnership. Mm. He was out in the LA area and he got mm. licenses to movies and television. He was dealing with all the studios. Mm. And then I had the development team and we would mm-hmm. build the products. So we did children's interactive storybooks of Batman and Robbins, <gasps> Little Rascals, Free Willy, Very cool. um, all these really movie titles. And for me, it was about the software engineering of building these interactive multimedia, all the code mm-hmm. to make these things work. You know, um, and we did hundreds of titles. I, I ran that business for about 18 years. And then the first little step over was I had, as we were starting to become known, mm-hmm. we were sort of the, um, we own, we found a little niche and we owned it. The screensaver mm-hmm. market back in the early 90s, mm-hmm. um, we were sort of like the big fish in a little pond. Mm-hmm. I'd say 98% of the screensavers on the market came out of our office. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Not all of them, but most mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. And they were private labeled, white labeled, mm-hmm. other people's right. names on them, mm-hmm. or, but they, they came out of our office. Mm-hmm. And um, and we did the Terminator 2 screensaver. We did Star Trek. We mm-hmm. did um, all kinds of stuff. I Love Lucy, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, Twilight Zone. We did Probably all people of- are still using those. 
Um, well, I don't know. Computers have come a long way, yeah, true. Uh, but it is funny <laughs> that 30 years later, I do have people that find me like I found you. They hunt me down and say, mm-hmm. you, you know, I lost my, my computer died or whatever. I know. I need have, my Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have this or that or the mm-hmm. other? And, uh, and I've actually hunted down from the old mm-hmm. archives and sent them the, the, mm-hmm. the files. I said, I don't know if it'll still work, but here you go. Um, so, um, so we, we became known as the screensaver guys. We actually mm-hmm. built that into our logo. We're like, mm-hmm. we're the screensaver guys. And so I had corporation, the corporate, uh, the fortune 100 were coming to me. I I ended up doing, they would come to me and say, Hey, we saw, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We saw this product out in the stores. We want um, Bacardi. We want to reach mm-hmm. uh, this, you know, a younger demographic. Right. We want to do some Bacardi screensavers, mm-hmm. mobile oil, mm-hmm. soldiers. We want to give, we want to do a CD-ROM giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you do something for us? Mm-hmm. And basically, it was like, well, sure. <laughs> I guess if you pay me enough, right? Uh-huh, right. Um, mm-hmm. And so what happened was that was the first step where mm-hmm. we started doing custom work. Mm-hmm. And that sort of started to grow on its own. And I built an interactive agency, a mm. digital agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it was all one physical company, but it was a mm-hmm. separate brand run as a digital agency. Mm-hmm. And we did projects for the New York Knicks, the San Diego Chargers, mm-hmm. um, uh, Folgers Coffee, mm-hmm. American Express, Walmart, mm-hmm. um, and so forth and on and on and on. And, um, and then at one point, um, we got to uh, a spot where I had the opportunity to sell the core business. And mm-hmm. I did, I sold the business. I sold mm-hmm. we were kind of peaking screensavers were peaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a, um, a business, uh, another company that we were working with mm-hmm. wanted to acquire my company and get all that intellectual property. They did not want the services business. Like that's not what we do. We just want all your code, your mm-hmm. base. Um, you know, we want your IP basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was about 95% of the business. Mm-hmm. So I sold that. Mm-hmm. Took the other little piece, the agency piece, and ran with that for the next maybe twelve years or mm-hmm. so. So I started building, you know, building this boutique agency, mm-hmm. and uh, so now that's all custom work, and it's mm-hmm. not really like hardcore software engineering. Right. It turned into more of marketing, creative design mm-hmm. with the software and the technology, doing a lot of web-based stuff. Um, and we moved from software products as as a tangible end consumer product to more like corporate websites mm-hmm. and database driven stuff. And, okay. Um, and marketing and logos mm-hmm. and branding and the website and everything goes together mm-hmm. and became a digital or an interactive mm-hmm. agency. And then, you know, some number of years later, one of my large clients um, was a, my larger clients at the time um, was at that time, the largest third party seller on Amazon. Mm-hmm. They had million dollar days like, oh, mm-hmm. we sold a million dollars today. Right. Today. Mm-hmm. Today, yeah. Oh, how quaint, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so they came to me, and this was back, they were talking, you know, 15 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Amazon, like at that point, you could sell on their platform, mm-hmm. but the reports were awful. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, like they've, they've come a long way now. Mm-hmm. But back then, they had nothing really to support mm-hmm. those vendors. And he would come to me and say, you know, I, I need help. I need you to mm-hmm. build. And I, I, I can't even... I, I don't know what my inventory is because you mm-hmm. ship your stuff to Amazon. It's like, I, I can't control. Right. I don't know what yeah. my inventory is. Mm-hmm. They didn't so have then we run out and people scream. Yeah. And, and then, mm-hmm. and yeah, and all the, trying to manage all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'd go on the Amazon. I'm like, well, they, they have an inventory. Like, no, 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 no. He's like, look, I can't explain it to you. You really got to just experience it. He goes, why don't you go set up a um, set up an Amazon seller company? I'll help you set it up and actually start selling and you know buy some product, resell some product, do all this stuff, and create an account, and you'll get a feel for, it. and then you'll understand what I'm talking about. And I remember looking, I'm going, 
Like that's a pretty big ask. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's go a, start that's a, whole a lot of company. time ask. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time investment. I got to buy product and resell product. It's a lot of, I got to touch inventory. I got to start mm-hmm. ordering stuff. I'm like, you want me to run a whole nother business basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a big ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look back, you know, we were strong six figures with him. So I'm like, you know, he is my biggest client. We're, mm-hmm. we're doing several hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, all right, well, you know, all right, let's do it. You know? Mm-hmm. So we, um, so we did mm-hmm. and we launched a business and at first we were selling uh, slingshot rubber chickens. Ah. We were selling rubber cockroaches. We we're mm-hmm. all toys and novelties. Mm-hmm. We were cotton candy machines. We had pencils with like cosmic pencils mm-hmm. with like stars and, you know, the glow in the dark and all this stuff. Just, just toys and novelties and mm-hmm. goofy stuff. And um and we were doing our thing and I'm learning and I'm starting to get, oh, now I, yeah, like, oh, mm-hmm. how many cosmic pencils we have? I can't mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, oh, oh, I get it. I get mm-hmm. what his problem is, right? So, you know, we were running this. But now if I'm going to do this, I don't want to just lose money, right? Mm-hmm. So I had one of the guys that in my office, a marketing guy in our office, um, was on this project. Mm-hmm. And part of his job was to, you know, just reorder and all the stuff and and find products that that mm-hmm. we could sell and make some money with. I don't want to lose money in right. this process, you know? So, um, and we had a matrix of about seven things that we would look for in a mm-hmm. product for Amazon. Okay. We want them small and like a pen. We want them small mm-hmm. and lightweight. Right. So, so, so you know, shipping costs are low. Shipping costs are low. Storage in, of the mm-hmm. inventory is, is low. Um, we wanted, uh, you know, good margins, high demand. You know, so we had a, cri- we had like seven criteria that was of what we would look for in a product. And usually a product would tick four maybe five of those boxes. Mm-hmm. We wanted something like at least four, maybe five of those boxes, mm-hmm. you know? And he came to me one day and he says, I found the unicorn product. I'm like, what? It ticks all seven boxes. And I'm like, really? really? What is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I should put into context that um, he was young. He was about 24 at the time. Ah, one of those millennials. Yes. He was a millennial, mm-hmm. clean cut, you know, captain of his track team mm-hmm. at, at Syracuse University and blah, 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 and everything else. And, you know, very clean cut. And mm-hmm. and um, and he comes to me and I go, oh, yeah, wow, that sounds great. What is it? And he goes, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. He goes, what is it? I'm like, look at me and speak yes. up. I don't, yes, like, what, tell what, me what, what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. So then he looks at me, makes eye contact and says, it's a weed pipe. <laughs> I said, what's it? <laughs> okay. I don't have a problem with that. Tell me uh-huh. about it. Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I smoked. And he's like, mm-hmm. you have, you do. I'm like, insomnia. That's a whole other thing. But mm-hmm. yes, let's talk about it. What's mm-hmm. uh, I can talk about my personal journey with cannabis. But um, but I said, yeah, yeah. Right. Tell me about it. He's like, I had no idea. Because yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm not flaunting it. You know um, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Tell me about this. So he told me about it. Sold me on it. Said, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. It turned into our bestseller and it started taking off. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to me, you know, whatever weeks later and says, Hey, we're out of slingshot rubber chicken. Should I buy, you know, am I good mm-hmm. to buy more? And I'm like, no, wait a minute. For every dollar we spend on rubber chickens, we're making a dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. For every dollar we spend on the pipe, we're making 10, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, four, you know. I'm like, no, it, it was just orders of magnitude right. difference, mm-hmm. right? So I said, no, 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 let's let's do more of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. So he went out sourcing and found more other different pipes and things. Mm-hmm. 
And what happened was over the course of about six months, six months later, you look back and we've got, you know, a dozen SKUs that we're selling and they're all smoking accessories. Mm -hmm. They're all like different types of pipes and rolling trays and grinders and things like that. And at that point, it started to catch my attention. I said, okay, wait a second, what's going on here? You know? right. And um, so we looked a little closer and then that's when I actually started, we kind of tripped into it, but then I started analyzing the market and then mm -hmm. I started seeing where there are gaps in the market and where there's opportunities right. and things we mm -hmm. could do. And we are a digital agency. I've always said, if you're a hammer, then every problem looks like a nail, mm -hmm. right? Right. And we're a digital agency. So what do we do? We build brands, right? Mm -hmm. So we're like, let's build a brand around mm -hmm. this. So that's where Green Goddess came from. So we mm -hmm. built the, the Green Goddess. And Green Goddess is, most people don't realize, they're like, who's the goddess? You know, they're looking right. for some female hair or something. Mm -hmm. But Green Goddess is a euphemism for weed. Ah. Uh, like, like weed, ganja, herb. Oh, okay. You, I, I'm, I'm naive. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> I, I, I had a, a, a buddy of mine. A buddy of mine who would, that was his keyword, you know, especially before legalization, mm -hmm. you know, my, my buddy would be like, hey, psst, psst, it's time to go worship the green goddess. Ah, mm -hmm. So years later, when I started the company, I'm like, mm -hmm. green goddess supply. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it took off. And, mm -hmm. and I realized at that point that having this side business, that mm -hmm. this was a product-oriented business. Mm -hmm. And this was fun and interesting and reminded me of what I did for the first 20 years mm -hmm. when I had product and right. it was software, but it was product. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in this services business. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was, after about 12 years, I was done. I was just burnt. I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. And so then it was like, all right, there was some, uh, then, then that's when I mentioned Vincent Batetti mm -hmm. back in 93, we started mm -hmm. doing screensavers and games and stuff. Mm -hmm. He calls me up one day and says, Hey. I saw you posting on Facebook about Green Goddess, the, mm -hmm. uh, with the weed pipes and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, do you know those guys? And you went, kind of. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I am those guys. No, well, I didn't even go there. I kind of you know, stretched them out a little bit. But he's mm -hmm. like, yeah, really, really? Like, how well? They're good dudes. <laughs> how well do you know them? I'm like, really well, really mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Have dinner with them on occasion. <laughs> you think you could introduce me? I'm sure I could make that happen. <laughs> you know, and he's like, <laughs> Poor really, Vincent. really? Yeah. So then, yeah, it was just kind of funny on a phone call. Mm -hmm. And it turns out he invented a home grow cabinet mm -hmm. and wanted to bring it to market and was looking for a brand to, right. to partner with. Mm -hmm. And then he was looking at Green Goddess as an mm -hmm. opportunity. So he called me up and I'm like, yeah. So we, and what we found out was that I've been smoking for insomnia was my reason why I started smoking. Um, so I was in uh, the midnight toker for, mm -hmm. for, for insomnia to go to sleep at night. Um, and he had been growing. Now we all have that song in our head. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and um, he, um, going back to the 70s, he actually, and I didn't realize this at the time, that he actually originally went to school for botany. Ah. And studied, you know, plant morphology mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. the stuff. And and um, and he had been growing since the 70s. Mm -hmm. um, he did a lot of consulting in California grows, large grows when they have pest problems and different things. And um, but but you legalization and all that stuff, like you didn't talk about that. Right. So and cannabis you, is used for other things. I mean, that's the you know, and, and hemp, you know, uh, that whole family of things. You know, it's been absolutely. around for a bazillion years. 
Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's actually one of the oldest goes back uh, fossil records, I, I believe, 39 million years mm-hmm. um, on, on that plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, you know, with it, it produces cannabinoids and we have an endocannabinoid system. I, I don't think it's a fluke that we evolved with an endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, uh, but what happened, this all came to a, to a head and realized that that you know, he's been in it. Like we were both had a foot in this mm-hmm. for years, but we didn't talk about it. We yeah, were just right. Because things. you're not supposed to. Right, right. It's just, you know, <laughs> just, yeah, you know, so, uh, so that was the point where we decided to, um, I saw the brilliance of the armoire mm-hmm. um, and what he was doing and why he was mm-hmm. doing it. And we decided, yeah, let's do this. Let's take this to market. And then now, but this is not a little side. This is a whole other thing now. Mm-hmm. So that's when I sold my agency. Mm-hmm. And we jumped in full time on on Green Goddess Supply. Right, I love it. You know, and and it was interesting looking at your website. You're not a dealer. You're not a dispensary. That's not what you're doing. Right. Um, you're you're selling products that pertain to it. Right. Um, you know, and and I was sharing. You know, it was, it was funny. I watched the video about the armoire, and and you can grow other things in there, folks. It really is for medicinal herbs which we all deal with very often. I mean, I just did a quick Google and it's chamomile, it's echinacea, it's garlic. It's all of these things that we spend money and go buy and holy schmoly, we could, could buy it or we could be growing ourselves. Um, you know, and, and, but you know, it's, it, it is this, this beautiful piece of furniture. It, you know, it did have one drawback that you have to maintain it a little bit more than what I can do. I kill every plant I get near, including fake ones. Um, so, you know, but but yeah, it's, I used to say the same thing though. I'd kill a cactus, and I can handle watering it once a day. Uh, see, I couldn't. I mean, that's the. I finally had to. I now I grow herbs. I grow um, herbs for for food herbs, and I finally put them outside because it rained on them enough that right. <laughs> they kept them alive. Um, but but yeah, I mean, these are things that we we have around us all the time and you know we've stopped making faces at those but it is it's still kind of a little bit weird when we're dealing with it from a medical perspective right because and i will tell you that back in the day um i didn't smoke until i was into my 30s mm-hmm. and it was for insomnia right um and the way that happened was that uh, i grew up in the you know post nixon war on drugs era you know this is your brain. oh yes uh, 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 betty ford no just say no and and um she and scary so, <laughs> yeah and and it was um and i grew up in that so i i didn't smoke i'm also you know it kills brain cells this that all all, all the all the fake, you know, mm-hmm. uh, disinformation mm-hmm. um, that even people in Nixon's administration, Alec Halderman and stuff will, will do TED Talks and say, yeah, we knew it. We knew we were lying when we were saying it. Um, but um, they um, so I grew up in that and I didn't start smoking until I was in my 30s, but I had terrible insomnia. I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. Uh, very common problem. I've mm-hmm. learned super common. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think with high achievers mm-hmm. yeah, and, and it was enough that I, I went to, yeah, I couldn't shut my brain off at night, mm-hmm. you know, and always one more thing. What about mm-hmm. this? What about that? You know? And, um, 
I, um, and it was enough that enough of a problem. I, I taught, I went to see my doctor about it. Um, he prescribed me, um, I forget which one was first, but I did both Lunesta and Ambien mm-hmm. couldn't do either one of them. The side effects were awful, mm-hmm. you know, kind of one of those, like, you know, the good news is we cured the disease. The bad news is we killed the patient in the process. Right. We gave oh, you something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's no good, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just the, the, the side effects were worse than the, mm-hmm. than the initial problem. Um, I just couldn't do it. Like my head felt like it was a balloon floating and, you know, I, I was, uh, I, I couldn't drive. I, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And so I went off and it just so happened that I was at, um, uh, well, not, I was at a party. There was a party at my house. We had a 4th of July party. And at the end of the evening, when it, once everybody was kind of like gone and, fit, and there was just the mm-hmm. last couple of people left, mm-hmm. um, one of my friends sparked up a joint, was passing it around. And I was like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, I'm all good. He goes, well, this will help you sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Well, all right. What the heck? Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, I woke up like four hours later, you know, <laughs> so I was like, Whoa, the party had gone on without you. <laughs> uh, they were all gone. And I was like, oh, wow. What? And so I went up to bed and then I woke up at like 11 on the sun. This is a Saturday party on you know, Sunday, Sunday morning. I wake up at like 11 in the afternoon. And I'm like, I have been out for like 12 hours mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You know, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just happened to have, and, and I've learned now based on strains and stuff, he just had the right strain. It wasn't a, like a more, and you'd never done it before. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. And I had never done it before. Your body went. Um, so it was, um, it just knocked me right out. And I was like, I want more of that. And that's when I became like, really the midnight toker. I just, I just one hit at night to go to bed. That's it. Right. I can't smoke during the day. I can't get, you know, fuzzy or I can't get stoned or anything. Right. I, I, I work all day. I do my thing, but at night, Mm-hmm. And it helps me go to sleep. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's medicinal. And I, and you know, when I didn't smoke and back in the early days, you know, I'd be like, you know, medicinal marijuana, uh, you know, we don't use the M word anymore, but, uh, but medicinal marijuana back in the day. Um, and I would, you know, wink, wink. Yeah. It's my medicine. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much and I've, it's, you know, I've come so far now that uh, realizing that no, it really is medicine. Mm-hmm. There are over 400 compounds. And you were talking about things like chamomile, talk mm-hmm. about things like lavender. All right. Mm-hmm. So we all, we, we get lavender, we use essential oils and stuff. Right. You have a, a child, you know, you'll spray chamomile or spray lavender mm-hmm. on their, on their pillow to help mm-hmm. them go to sleep. To help them sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason is there's a compound in flowers and in different things called terpenes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, linalool is the terpene that's prevalent in lavender. Mm. Okay. So what, when you smell and, mm-hmm. and that, that relaxing mm-hmm. effect from mm-hmm. lavender is from a terpene called linalool. Linalool um, is naturally occurring in cannabis. Mm. It's one of many terpenes. Mm-hmm. There's also pining. So pine tree scent when you, right. s- if you get people who have a fake Christmas tree and then they mm-hmm. spray like a pine scent mm-hmm. or candles, mm-hmm. That's right. pinene. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon zest. It's mm-hmm. limonene. Mm-hmm. These actually all occur naturally in cannabis. Mm-hmm. So when you have all these different strains um, and it's like, oh, this is kind of citrusy. This is like mm-hmm. a blueberry. This is like, right. a, you know, um, bakery smell, cinnamon, um, cloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloves is um, eugenol, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those effects that you get, the mm-hmm. relaxation or mm-hmm. pain relief or whatever it is, mm-hmm. anti-anxiety um, that comes from those, those compounds occur in cannabis. So that's mm-hmm. when you start talking about the medicinal and then you find out that everyone focuses on the THC, which gets mm-hmm. you psychoactive and gets you stoned. Right. But the CBD, we're all learning mm-hmm. now. You see CBD. I've used CBD lotion on my feet. 
Absolutely. It's a great analgesic. Mm -hmm. It's a great pain relief, um, Mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory. So then the body can heal itself, Mm -hmm. reduce the inflammation, let it heal itself. Um, And um, um, I had shoulder pain. I used a a CBD lotion. I thought I was going to have to have surgery and I went Mm -hmm. to see the doctor and I just used a CBD cream Mm -hmm. and about three months later, done. Mm -hmm. No surgery because Mm -hmm. it, it, it relieves the pain. Mm -hmm which is what I noticed, mm-hmm. but then it's anti-inflammatory and let the body heal itself. Right. Um, and so that's why now we talk about medicinal marijuana or cannabis, mm-hmm. um, that, um, it really is medicine. You know, we're finding that in a Petri dish, you know, it kills cancer, you know, mm-hmm. certain cancerous cells, it does all kinds of stuff. So, right. um, obviously a Pedialex, you know, for, for, uh, mm-hmm. epilepsy, mm-hmm. um, it, it is, uh, we call it kind of a miracle plant, mm-hmm. um, because of the way it interacts with your endocannabinoid system right. that we're all built with. Well, and it's one of those things that you, you know, as, as we said, has been around forever you know and and before we civilized things people use things like this all the time and and obviously still do and eastern medicine obviously tends to to use a lot um you know and all of these various things and then you know we got the you know got our knickers in a knot and went oh we can't do that and we've done that with you know Lots of things. Alcohol, um, is, alcohol, is, is, alcohol yeah, nicotine is, is right. probably those two are, are probably the, the biggest things. And, you know, it's, you know, and, and I want to point out again, cannabis is legal in all 50 states. There's lots of things that vary in that. Um, and, you know, and, and before the program, we were talking about, you know, it might be legal in the state, but not in your county. And so that gets a little wonka doodle. And, you know, and, right. and so you need to, to research some of that stuff. But, you know, it's it is one of those things that has so many good benefits um you know and and but it's it's it like a lot of things like that it's expensive um you know and and so if you can you know grow your own make your own wine all of those things you do tend to save money absolutely yeah that's that's that was a big thing behind the armoire so Mm -hmm. Why, why the armoire? There, mm-hmm. there are several reasons, you know. Vince and it looks like an armoire, folks. You open it up; the plants inside. It's got these pretty yep. doors that, that swing shut. Yep. For those R- who are very pretty piece of furniture that's growing your whatever you're growing in there. Yeah. To- totally discreet. So the mm-hmm. first thing is it's totally discreet. It looks like furniture. It's discreet. If your neighbors flies. aren't going to call the cops on you. Yep. Flies <laughs> under radar. Most people just have them in their living room. You're not going to put grow tents or open mm-hmm. pots in the middle of your living right. room. Mm-hmm. Um, and the smell and the sound and, mm-hmm. and noise and all that stuff. So this is a, a box that's quiet, mm-hmm. um, no smell, mm-hmm. um, looks discreet. You mm-hmm. can just stick it in the in, in a corner. Right. Um, and that's the first thing. The second thing is 95% of our customers have never grown before. Mm-hmm. What's different is it's not just hardware. This isn't right. just a different kind of tent or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually engineered from the ground up our own grow protocol mm. um, that that dumps it down to just water it once a day like a house mm-hmm. plant. It's not super complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it so that everybody and anybody, you will be successful. Mm-hmm. And then we've layered on our, um, it, we think it's an industry first, um, mm-hmm. concierge support team, our mm-hmm. concierge service. Mm-hmm. So we will handhold you and walk you through this. Usually when you're buying equipment, you go to a hydro store. Mm-hmm. Or you buy online through Amazon or whatever, and you buy a tent. Then you got to figure out and MacGyver it all together. You got to buy a light. You got to buy fans. You got to mm-hmm. buy all the pieces and stuff. And put it together. Did I get the right light? Did I get the right this? And how mm-hmm. does this all work together? And then you buy all this equipment. And then you're on your own to figure out how it all works. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the equipment is sold like cars. You go to Toyota, you buy a car. Mm-hmm. 
they assume you know how to drive. Right. It's, it's put to together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just assembled. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And you're just buying hardware. Mm-hmm. You're on, you know, learning to drive. You do that on your own. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how tents and other grow equipment is usually sold. Mm-hmm. That's not how we sell the armor. The armor is it comes with the concierge service. We're here to help you. We'll jump on calls. We'll jump on a Zoom call. We'll walk you through. We'll look at, you know, do it with video mm-hmm. now and Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, show us your plant. We can say, right. oh, here's what you need to, we, mm-hmm. we're there to help you with your, mm-hmm. your grow. You will be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've made it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made it small and compact, mm-hmm. manageable. This is a one plant mm-hmm. system and we get very large yields. We get, right. we get outsized results mm-hmm. from this. And in one plant, um, we'll, we average four ounces, a quarter pound every 60 days, mm. um, on average. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have people pulling seven and eight, like double mm-hmm. that seven and eight ounces right. pretty, mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And just to put in perspective, um, like in Massachusetts street prices around three, 320 bucks Mm -hmm. an ounce. Imagine getting seven ounces. Mm -hmm. That's two grand worth of, Mm -hmm. worth of street price. Right. You know, and, and so, yeah, you're, you're taking out the middle men because it's multiple people. Um, and you know, more importantly, you know, what went into it. Um, you know, I shared with you before the program that in 2015, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And luckily, I didn't have because I kind of skipped over it and about died. Um, I didn't have the issues with nausea and things like that. Right. But, you know, I, I asked my oncologist because it is it is you, it can be prescribed for medical reasons here in Georgia. Georgia is one of the last states that's still, yeah. you know, kind of drawn the line on stuff. And so I, I asked my oncologist, I said, you know, just out of curiosity. And she said, in very rare cases, they will prescribe. And they said, extreme nausea and pain that's not being touched by anything else. And they said, but otherwise, no. They, as a practice, decided not to. And I said, well, I'm just curious why. Yeah. And, and what said, year was this, by the way? Uh, pardon me? And what year was this? Just so um, Like last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Recent. Sorry. Recent. Yep. Okay. Um, and, and so I said, you know, because Georgia really hasn't, it's only been a couple of years, I think, since Georgia has said, okay. Um, and there's still a lot, like you can't grow it here. So you, you can get it, but you can't get it. I mean, it's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's and yeah, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's one of the, the states is kind of still dragging its feet, but yeah. So I asked her, I said, so why, why won't you prescribe it? Because you are legally able to. And she said, it's because First of all, it's you even when you're going to a dispensary, when you're going to places that you trust, you still don't know exactly what you're getting. She said, you know, it's it's all these different and she said and and so then we don't know how it's going to interact with some of the drugs you're already taking, whether it's chemotherapy, whether it's it's whatever. And she said, you know, we just don't want to take that risk with our patients. Obviously, if you're doing it yourself, you've got a much better idea Absolutely. As to, to what's going into it. That's that's a that's a big selling point as well. Um, that um, that there's <clears throat> it's just like with your your tomatoes, right? Mm-hmm. GMO type tomatoes. Right. Yeah. What type of what pesticides did you put on them or not put they're, on they're, them? They're, Things they're like that. With pesticides mm-hmm. and yep. now it may be legal legal pesticides mm-hmm. that the FDA has decided is you know, within a, a, a reasonable yeah. safe tolerance range mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they're making these decisions, mm-hmm. but it's, um, but they're GM, you know, mm-hmm. they're GMO seeds. They're, right. you know, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, and they're spraying with pesticides and, mm-hmm. and PGRs. That's the big thing. People know about pesticides. Mm-hmm. They don't know about PGRs. Those are plant growth regulators. Mm-hmm. If you ever walk into a supermarket and you look at the tomatoes, you notice every single one they're, they're exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm like, how did they get all these to be exactly uniform? Yeah. And that's a combination of the GMO, g- mm-hmm. genetically modified seeds, and the PGRs, the plant growth mm-hmm. regulators, the hormone regulators right. um, that they spray and t- mm-hmm. to manage uh, growth and consistency and so mm-hmm. forth. And, uh, and that's for the shelf appeal, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in Colorado, mm-hmm. after uh, they had been legal, after mm-hmm. about a year being legal, um, they did statewide um, uh, inspections mm-hmm. and they went in and they found that they grabbed from all the dif- dispensaries and mm-hmm. they went and they tested and 80% of everything they tested came back unclean for pesticides oh. or, mm-hmm. or heavy metals mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, et cetera, PGRs, et cetera, and sprays, mm-hmm. and, uh, mold, mold issues, mm-hmm. um, et, cetera, et cetera, like 80% of it came back with problems. Mm-hmm. And, and in California, they're all laughing at them because, you know, the OGs, you know, the old mm-hmm. gang mm-hmm. Out, out in California, they've been doing this forever going, ah, you new guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, well, the following year they did it in California, it was Uh-oh. 86%. Mm-hmm. 86%. So when you're growing it yourself, like I know I've, I've been growing now for about three years, uh, myself personally, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, with the armor, um, and, um, and I know exactly what's gone into it. It's mm-hmm. purified. I've got purified water, light mm-hmm. and organic soil. Right. That's it. mm-hmm. It's not sprayed with anything. It's not given anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, there's no chemicals, there's mm-hmm. no sprays, but you know, when you have a commercial grow, and it, with a two million, you know, a hundred thousand warehouse, you know, a hundred thousand square foot warehouse crop, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you got a two million dollar crop here, and you get spider mites, mm-hmm. they're gonna spray that, right? Oh yeah, it. otherwise you've little, lost your whole crop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, oopsies. Oh well, let's just start over. Mm-hmm. It's a two million dollar crop, mm-hmm. and we're, you know, we're three months into the four months of growing this mm-hmm. thing. We're not just gonna toss it and start over. They're gonna right. spray it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna find the legal pesticides, and they are going to spray it. Mm-hmm. So if you've got you know, like you said, cancer and, and things like that, where now you have compromised immune systems mm-hmm. or that like, you don't want to be putting that in. No. So, so that point I, I get, and that's where home grow is, is a huge boon. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we have, we have quite a few cancer patients mm-hmm. uh, with armors growing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a bunch of folks who just, cause it's expensive that mm-hmm. um, they bought box, they bought armors and they've taken like one, it was between her and her husband um, that medicinal, they were spending about 500 bucks a month between the mm-hmm. two of them, um, at a dispensary. She's like, mm-hmm. this is nuts. This is d- too expensive. Mm-hmm. It was fine at first when they were both working, but then they retired. Mm-hmm. She goes, we're on a fixed income now. And this is like $6,000 a year for mm-hmm. weed. It's too much right. for, for things like pain mitigation. And yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And that's what it was. She, she had back pain and they mm-hmm. couldn't operate. And it was just, she's, I just have to live with this. She mm-hmm. goes, you know, I just have to live with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they bought an armoire and went from $6,000 a year down to about two to $300 a year. And again, they know the quality and, and things like that, you know, and, and of course we're, we live in a society here in the, in the States where prescriptions and even over the counter medicines are the, seems like the first thing that we turn to, right. um, you know, and, like and fix. whether, and, and especially for things like pain, you know, and you start out at the Tylenol level and, and then you move up. And I remember when I was so sick, you know, and, and I was, I was in ICU, you know, very, very ill. I had multiple complications. Um, and, and it was, you know, and, and they gave me Dilaudid 
Oh, no, mm -mm, no, no. I was alert enough to know I did not like that. The walls moved. Mm. (laughs) Freaked me out. I opened my eyes and the walls were moving. And I'm like, no. And then they tried something else. Same thing. You know, it just, my system said, no, we don't like this. And so I ended up on morphine. And actually, amazingly enough, morphine worked really pretty well for me. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, it was, they, they were just, let's throw drug after it, drug after it, drug after it. Um, You know, and, and uh, like on other things, uh, you know, I've, I have some chronic pain issues. And when I was in Colorado, I went to an acupuncturist that did wonders, you know, and, and I remember my acupuncturist saying, you know, it, it might not work, but we're not going to make things worse. Right. And, you know, and, and yes, folks, for everybody who says, but, 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 but yeah, we know that there are times where something happens, something all, you know, you, you, you go to a chiropractor and something happens. I mean, you know, the, but those are rare, extreme you know, uh, circumstances. Right. You know, I love my acupuncturist. I come here to Georgia. I ask about acupuncture and everybody makes faces. <laughs> you know, it's just not something that they do here. Uh, you know, and, and so it's, uh, but I, you know, especially being a cancer patient, I find it so interesting to see that, you know, some places embrace the thought of, you know, what can we do to help? Period. Not, hey, let's do, you know, it's, it's okay, let's do a, you know, and, and so they're saying, let's do a combination of Eastern, Western, traditional, mm-hmm. non-traditional, all of those various things. And to me, that's the best thing that you can possibly do, because then you're going to find what works for you, as opposed to let's throw a pill at it, let's cut it off, you know, <laughs> do whatever, and, you know, and, right. and, and do those things. And, and again, you know, if you're, you're controlling this yourself, that's the important thing. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked earlier about all these like 400 compounds and all these molecules. So there's, we all know about the THC. That's what gets Mm -hmm. you stoned. Um, And CBD. A lot of people know about CBD. Mm -hmm. Then there's CBN. CBN Mm -hmm. makes you very sleepy. So -hmm. that's great for insomnia. Mm -hmm. And this is where all these strains, you know, we've got green, uh, granddaddy perp and, Mm -hmm. and Durban poison and, uh, you know, um, lemons, lemon haze and all these different strains well, what that is, is because you have 400 compounds, mm-hmm. which, and they can, and a particular strain, you could have different combinations, mm-hmm. like high right. in this, but lower in that. So you have, um, with 400 compounds, mm-hmm. you have almost an infinite number of permutations. Right. And that's where all the strains come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find that like, oh, I like um, uh, Gorilla Glue cause for my insomnia. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't want that if you're, if you are using cannabis for anxiety. Right. And you don't want something that's going to knock you out and put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You're doing it during the day when you're right. awake. Then you want something that's uplifting, not, not sleep, something mm-hmm. like no CBN in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another molecule, they call it the mother molecule. It's CBG. And you're mm-hmm. going to, these, these minor cannabinoids mm-hmm. are, are really coming on strong now. And you're starting to hear a lot, lot, lot more of this. Um, CBD was the first, but you're going to hear CBG. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it the mother molecule. It's mm-hmm. that when the plant is developing, um, it's mostly CBG. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is over time, as the plant develops, the CBG turns into CBD, mm. uh, THC, turns mm-hmm. into these other compounds. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like uh, almost like stem cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBG is sort of like the equivalent of stem cells okay. for cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find that it kills cancer in a Petri dish, mm-hmm. um, at, at least certain kinds of cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, what what kills me is that this war on drugs from the 70s mm-hmm. that now with legalization 
things are opening up and now doctors and scientists are starting to do research mm -hmm. and they're finding all this at a really fast pace. They're, they're learning all like all these things that this is almost a miracle plant and all these mm -hmm. things that it can do. They find <laughs> CBG will actually um, kill um, antibiotic um, resistant uh, bacteria. So, you know, M M MRSA, MRSA, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you get, mm -hmm. that's me. Mm -hmm. so, so you get, you get these uh, bacteria and now all the normal antibody penicillin mm -hmm. and whatever won't like, right. uh Oh, what do we do? You know, mm -hmm. uh, um, and you talk about money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, when I was, so I, I, I got a major infection. Actually, I've had several ones. And so they said, okay, we're going to give you the, the mother of all antibiotics. It took really special permission from my insurance company. I took these pills four times a day. Each pill was a thousand bucks. Four thousand a day. I mean, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and um, and then of course, what happens? I got an an allergic reaction to them, and so I had this whole big thing that I could not take. Um, that, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot of money sitting there. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, and, and but I think part of this is because every time we've turned around, we sneeze, we take a drug. We sneeze, we take it, and and so we've we've built that up in our bodies. And then when you add in that all these antibiotics are on our foods. You know, all these oh, various things, it's no wonder that, you know, our bodies are going, wait a minute, uh-oh, we don't like this. So, so the thing I was, my, to finish my thought, you know, it, it kills me now looking at how much we're learning, how fast, now that we're doing this research and we're realizing that like CBG, it like, it, it, it could solve the, um, the antibiotic resistant problems because people are freaking out over that. Like, what are we going to do? Like, mm -hmm. you know, well, oh, here's another weapon, you know, and, and another arrow in our quiver now. Right. Um, and, you know, the cancer and, and just on and on and on. Mm -hmm. All these things that, that, that you can tr mm -hmm. treat and, and with the uh, compounds within cannabis. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if we hadn't done this back in the 70s mm -hmm. and we had 40 years of right. research where yeah. we would mm -hmm. be today? Mm -hmm. Where and the, the pain and the suffering and everything else that we're like, where would we be today right. if we had mm -hmm. 40 years of research? It's like right. we, we, we've just, mm -hmm. we derailed ourselves mm -hmm. by 40 years. Well, and of course, back in the 70s, the problem was the overuse of things for the most part. And if you if you drink too much water, you can die. Sure, I mean, you know, as you take a drink of whatever that is. Sorry about that. Um, but but yeah, you know, it's it is one of those things where anything in an extreme is not healthy. You know, and and so if you are taking drugs and, and everything in moderation, sure, right? Yeah, you know, back in the seventies, you know, it was let's see how strong we can make things, and they are still doing that with THC. I mean, that's. That yeah. is one of those things. That's and, a, that and is I, a potential yeah, issue. Yes. Yeah, I have friends in Colorado who, you know, are are working very strongly, especially with kids, because THC and you know, if, if somehow a uh, you know someone under eighteen is getting that, it's yeah. just going to wreak havoc with their brains. Yeah, um, I, I I told my yeah. kids um, uh, not until twenty two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Once, you know, once, we once we need those little brain cells to get developed. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, there's that. And, and of course, what's happened is we've, is we've hybridized things is what happens with everything else. It does get stronger and stronger. Um, I was talking, I was out in California last week and just, and we were in wine country. And so seeing everything, all the green has all of that. I mean, it was just incredible. 
but I was talking with my cousin and she was, she said, you know, she had gone to a place for strawberries and it was, you know, this great place. She went to pick her own strawberries. These strawberries were, you know, the, the gigantic things, the size of your fist, they were bright red. They looked absolutely gorgeous and had zero flavor, Hmm. you know, or it's like roses when we have hybrid roses, they look pretty, but all of a sudden they have no aroma. And so, right. you know, hybridization is, you know, done some weird things to things. Yeah. Engine over-engineered. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and okay. It's okay to have the really pretty roses, but I want my strawberries to taste like strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am personally not a fan. Uh, I know it's popular, um, but I am not a fan of like dabbing concentrates. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of concentrates personally. Yeah. Concentrate. And that's, that is where you strong. have problems with, with, with too the strong. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's where you get a lot of people having issues, problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, um, and, and I think that, um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of the strong right. concentrates. Well, and it's like everything, you know, you need to educate yourself about it. Um, you know, and, and I know like with my friend, one of the things that she talked about in Colorado was that they will pull up to say a place where there's a lot of kids with a trailer, an RV trailer. And on one side, the window opens and you've got the doctor and you go up and you tell the doctor, my head hurts, my back hurts. And you get the card. And you trot around to the other side of the trailer and you hand them the card and you get the medicine. <laughs> you know, that's not a good thing. Um, right. You know, and, right. and so, you know, that's, but, you know, let's go back to, you know, any, any of these things as, as they've come along, alcohol, all of those things, they've had issues that have had to, to work themselves out. worked out. out. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So I'm I'm an old fashioned flower guy because you also build up tolerance. If you do those really strong concentrates, then all of a sudden it's now now that's the new bar. You know, it's like I'm just an old I'm an old school. I just mm-hmm. like I grow my plants. I grow beautiful plants. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blown away by the results, and I just smoke my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it is, you know, you, you do need to think about why are you doing it, um, you know, and, and maybe have a discussion with your medical provider, you know, and, and just, you know, especially if you're taking other drugs, you know, it was like I was saying with my oncologist, she said they did not know how it would interact with the other drugs that they're prescribing. And, and you know, shoot, you get to be our age and you're taking something, <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, even at that your vitamins can counteract each other, you know, all of these various things. And so it's just good to have those discussions. And as, you know, as as I've told people, I'm sorry, if my medical doctor isn't up for having some of those discussions, maybe that's not the the doctor I need to be with. Um, Because I am going to say, okay, I'm taking these supplements, you know, all these various things. Now I don't take, you know, I don't take any cannabis products, but, but yeah, I do take other supplements and they need to know that just right. so that we make sure that there's not an issue. Yep. I always tell, yeah, I take a few vitamins and stuff. I always tell my doctor. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's weird things. I, I remember it, it was it's some, some very common drug that is given quite a bit. And I honestly am drawing a blank on what it is, but grapefruit will cause an issue with it. And you know, it's like, what? Um, yeah. You know, and, and so it's always good to, if, you know, and maybe not have the conversation with your doctor, but do research and do research on good sites, folks, you know, Dr. Google can get a little carried away. Um, you know, and, and so make sure when you're researching that, you know, who you're, what, what information you're getting is good information about all of this. 
um, you know, because you do want to make there's there's a lot of misinformation out there, um, you know, and, and you want to make sure that, that you're not harming yourself or those that you love. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we are um, we've got the uh, the armoire we've been talking about mm-hmm. quite a bit. Right. Um, and you've got all sorts of other cool products. We have all we have a whole catalog of about mm-hmm. 300 SKUs of rolling trays, storage mm-hmm. boxes, right. grinders, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, that we sell on our website, but especially to uh, smoke shops, head shops, mm-hmm. and dispensaries. So you go right. into stores and you can find our products in stores um, under our Green Goddess mm-hmm. Supply label. Um, and um, and it's all part of a whole ecosystem that mm-hmm. we're tr- basically trying to help people go mm-hmm. from cultivation right through to consumption. Right. Help grow it, then mm-hmm. store it, grind it, mm-hmm. roll it, consume it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's about doing it the right way. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and our focus is on a higher quality product. Is mm-hmm. these are we are a brand. These are our products. We're not a distributor. Mm-hmm. So it's for us. It's all about high, good, high quality products. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a cat now that all of a sudden became. Excited. I know. We just saw the cat. <laughs> I love these videos. You know, you gotta love Zoom now because things happen. You know, and we're like, okay, whatever. My my husband's out mowing the lawn, so we've probably heard that on the the thing. But you know, these these things happen. Um, but yeah, it's 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 you know, I think one of the cool things about what you've you've done is you have done what every entrepreneur wants to do. You have taken a passion. And turned it into a business. And I just love that concept. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was one of the things where with the cert, we were really good and we did a good quality job mm-hmm. in the service business. But I think that's where I was feeling burnt out because mm-hmm. you talk about the passion. Mm-hmm. And this, I I've got that passion. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that reignited. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, we are on a mission here. Mm-hmm. We're on a mission to empower everybody and anybody to be able to grow their own clean mm-hmm. herbs at home themselves mm-hmm. quickly, easily, discreetly, and mm-hmm. inexpensively. That's mm-hmm. our mission. Right. We're here, and we we are changing lives, and it's really fulfilling to see people saying, "Yeah, I, you know, I had pain. I had this. I had that, but I couldn't afford. It. I was going to the dispensary. It was, it was you know, five hundred bucks a month, and I just mm-hmm. can't afford that anymore. So now I'm just dealing, and I'm living in pain, and what? Now, but I was able to get this box. I can grow up myself now for like twenty bucks instead of you know." Um, I, I can get, I can get $2,000 worth of, worth of green for, you know, flour Mm -hmm. for, for like $20. Mm -hmm. He said, now I can afford that. Mm -hmm. My life is so much better. People who are growing it, we get a lot of people who are growing it for other people. Mm -hmm. Quite a few of our customers where they've got a box and they're growing it for their brother, you know, brother Mm -hmm. has cancer for nausea. Mm -hmm. To help with the nausea, the chemotherapy Mm -hmm. is, is miserable. So it's quality of life. Mm Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and that's, that's to us, it's like, okay, we're not just, you know, building some website for, mm-hmm. for some corporate. I and mean, we did like a lot of nice stuff, you know, right. like Bacardi mm-hmm. for, for, we did Elvis.com back in the day, you know, the Ooh. official Presley website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's all, that was kind of cool and okay. But I mean, we're just building stuff for corporate, mm-hmm. you know, now this is like, we can see the impact we're helping people. Right. We're helping people. We're changing mm-hmm. lives. And that's, a, a, yeah, that's energizing mm-hmm. for us. And that's, that's uh, exciting for us. Right. You know, I always like to know from entrepreneurs, how big is your team? I mean, because it's it's obviously more than just you now. Um, it, it so is, how much have is. you grown the business? Yep, yep. So we are, um, we're still small. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, uh, roughly around five of us right okay. now. Um, although we're expanding, we're going to be adding a couple more. So we're mm-hmm. starting to, to expand. 
But what happened was it went from this this little side thing while I was running my agency, you know, and, and that was like two or three. We've been around for for six going on seven years mm-hmm. now. But like the first three or four years, it was a side thing as mm-hmm. I was, you know, playing around. That with good it. old side gig that so many and, people have. Mm-hmm. Right. And then finally, it was like, hey, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. This is interesting, you know. And then when Vincent came in with the armoire, like, OK, wait a second. Let's do this. Let's go mm-hmm. for this. Um, and so then at that point, um, you know, we might have been three years into it and we had a, a, a small catalog with a mm-hmm. bunch of products and so forth. And uh, but they were all on the accessory side. Then we added the armor. That's like mm-hmm. the crown jewel in our product line. And that's really our, our mission. That's when we're like, yeah, we've got to do this. Mm-hmm. That's where the mission came in. And so then from then till now, that's been about three years where we've just been going through um you know, we had to take, we had to go through pre-production. Mm-hmm. We had to, uh, we patented it. It's mm-hmm. a patent and we've been granted. We, we've got a mm-hmm. patent on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole process that took like two years to get the patent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Cause that know. was in the middle of COVID too. So that was during, just always, yeah, Oh, Hey, there's during, the cat. <laughs> yeah, from the top. Um, she's just, she's sitting behind the laptop here and she mm-hmm. just keeps looking over. <laughs> um, but yeah, for uh, anybody who's who's not watching this cat just kind of keeps appearing yeah it just keeps peering down from the top um the um but we uh so we spent three years we had to go through uh prototyping make sure we could actually build these things working mm-hmm. with a factory to build these for us right. um and then uh and right, then because you wanted good quality i mean prototyping, that, data you, you, you can't it. be selling something that helps people have good quality and have it not be good quality Right. And and also the fact that this is a brand new thing we invented. It's not like we, oh, let's just go to the, you know, right. Hallmark Row Cabinet mm-hmm. people to have them mm-hmm. make this for us. It's yes. like, this doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. We were like, here's how we build them. Here's how it needs to work. And we had to source all the parts and mm-hmm. put all this together, make sure we could fabricate these mm-hmm. in an assembly line kind of fashion. Like we can bang out these things. Um, and then you don't want to do a million of them and find out they're all wrong. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's just do a limited run of mm-hmm. like a dozen of these and then get them and then look at mm-hmm. it and test them. And yep, those are good. Okay. We can sell mm-hmm. those through. Now let's go build, you know, and again, and then in, in steps now let's i don't want to all right good now do a thousand and then mm-hmm. uh, so it's like scaling it up all right now go do 50 right. okay that worked okay mm-hmm. now do 100 okay now do mm-hmm. 200 of them and we're scaling that up and then uh, and then we have to that's not only building it but then we also have to be able to market them sell them and and, right. the, and the fulfillment and so it's taken us three years working mm-hmm. through that whole process where everything is humming and flowing and right. we're building product and shipping now mm-hmm. and in that time marketing it We've been winning awards um, and getting a lot of recognition, and um, and you know that's all been going well. Not cool. I love um, it. So so that's been a, it's been a process. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. a process. So we're, we're just about a half a dozen people, like five right. five people right now. Yeah, and and I think that's the lesson for entrepreneurs is there's really nothing that is a get rich quick scheme. You know, it it takes trial and error. It takes you know figuring out does the market even want this? You know, things like that. Um, and so I think that's that's a great lesson. Yeah, product market fit yeah. and all of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh my gosh, Eric, we have just a couple minutes left. So right. tell people how they find your, your website. Absolutely. So um, our website is www.greengoddesssupply.com. Just easy all peasy. Out. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. You will have three S's in a row. There's two mm-hmm. from goddess and one for supply. So, um, and then it's the same on social. If you go to mm-hmm. Facebook or facebook.com slash greengoddesssupply, get to our page on mm-hmm. Facebook. And Instagram, we're real big on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Instagram, at greengoddesssupply on Instagram. Cool. I love it. And if somebody wants to reach out to you personally? Um, I'm just Eric, E-R-I-C, at greengoddesssupply.com. Very straightforward. 
I love it. I love it. Well, this really has been fascinating, especially because in some of this, I'm I'm a little naive, you know, and and but I I do understand how important it is. I mean, that's that's the thing, and it's always fun talking with another entrepreneur about how you built your business. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the business you, of cannabis. This is not, uh, you know, it's not just stoner like. Cool. Right. This is the business. Yeah, this this yeah. is yeah. This it's is, yeah. It's not. It, shall we? Do, dare we say it's not your grandma's pot? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's it's one of the fastest growing industries. In, oh yes, in U.S. history. You know? Most definitely. Well, do you have any final thoughts for us? Sure, I do. Um, my final thought is, I would say this: I we believe deeply that medicine shouldn't just be for those who can afford it. Um, and that's why we ask everybody to help make sure to push for home grow provisions in your state. When your state legalizes, home grow is really important. Um, that it shouldn't just be for those who can afford it. We're here to democratize the plant. I love it. Well, this has been such a fun discussion, and I can't wait to chat with you again because this, as you said, this is is you know something that is growing rapidly. So I'm sure there's going to be you know, part two of this oh, that we absolutely. want to talk I'd about. Love to, I'd love to come back. Right. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having this very fascinating discussion with Eric Robichaud. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.